0: What's up everyone? Welcome back to Dietitian Table Talks. I am super pumped to be back recording. Goodbye 2020. You will not be missed and I am ready for 2021. Have some new things going on and not only am I back to recording for Dietitian Table Talks, um, probably only one to two times a week, but actually Des and I started a podcast together. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend after you listen to this, go subscribe to Below the Influencer. I know that people loved the episodes that Des and I would do together, both on her channel, Brunch with Desby, and with my channel on here. So, we were kind of just like, why the hell don't we do a podcast together, always, every episode... Because it's so much better to like be able to talk with someone and get their viewpoint and kind of bounce off one another. So I'm super, super excited for that. It feels weird to be recording by myself right now because we co- recorded three episodes for that already. And now it just feels weird to be doing this on my own. I miss her. Um, but yes, below the influencer, it's going to be a super fun podcast. Also some education too, but... Mostly for fun, to make you guys laugh, to hear our viewpoints on things, and review some things, and just have a good ass time. Um, And actually, I'll put the link in the description box here for our next episode. If you guys want to enter something, if you want advice on anything, it doesn't have to be fitness or nutrition related. Uh, We will be doing several advice episodes and... We definitely want some good ones to go into our first one. So uh, it will be anonymous. So we won't know who you are. Don't worry about it. Um, but we would love to help you guys out. And I'm sure when other people listen, it will help them out as well. So go to the show notes if you would like to do that. Um. So first off, let's just kind of talk about 2020 and 2021. So... I swear, like all the other New Year's, when it hits the new year, I would always think, damn, that was the best year of my life so far. Always. I swear. I don't know if I'm just like a very positive person or what, but when it would hit the new year, I would always think that that year was the best year of my life. Until this year. But with that being said, I feel like out of everything that's going on. I did have it pretty easy compared to most people and I really didn't complain that much um, other than obviously not being able to see people and go see my friends as much and having to miss out on a lot of things that I normally would have done. But we were all in the same boat when it came to that for the most part. Um, And I really did, I did have a huge benefit that I already worked from home and had a secure job. So I didn't really complain much um and there were a lot of good things that happened as well and i didn't really realize it that much until i went through all my pictures from 2020 and before the pandemic happened i did do a lot of fun stuff Um, i went to visit des then i went to chicago with my parents and then i went to columbus for the brunch with desby event and had a good ass weekend with her and she was actually pregnant and we didn't know and she found out right after. Um, And then there was a lot of good things that happened during the pandemic too. Like I got engaged, I moved into a house with Wyatt and just overall, I think that I had a pretty good year but it wasn't the best year of my life. So hopefully 2021 is a lot better and we're getting married this year we're going on a honeymoon this year towards the very end of the year um, so hopefully everything goes as planned um as for my goals for 21 21, <laughs> 20, 21 i feel like this is the first time in a while when it hits new year's and i don't really have any like hard fitness goals so I've been working with my coach for well over a year now, and I'm kind of in a place where I just kind of want to maintain, maybe I have some strength gains or some body recomp. So staying around the same weight, but maybe gaining a little bit of muscle, losing a little bit of fat over a long period of time. Um, and I'm just I'm happy with where I'm at. Um, up until maybe a few months before my wedding, I will probably do some shredding for the wedding maybe we'll even do a bride guide 2.0 who knows if you guys want that go ask des because she's the boss man (laughs) um but i do have a lot of other goals that aren't fitness goals um a lot of them are work related and they're very specific because if you set goals you should have a specific goal with numbers and stuff like that so i'm not really going to share that Um, but I have a lot of work-related goals, I have podcast goals, I also want to start having a more consistent routine because, sorry if you hear anything, it's because I have an 85-pound parrot on my shoulder, literally, (laughs) um, Trigger needs to be touching me at all times, so he's literally sitting on like the back of the couch like he is a cat or a parrot, Um, but anyways, I want to have a consistent routine because my job is not like a typical, you know, sit at your desk from nine to five type of thing. And it does depend on like when my clients send their check-ins and stuff like that. So it's hard for me to say like, okay, this time is going to be this and this, and then from eight to 10 is going to be client check-ins and then two to five. Like, it's just, is really hard for me to find a schedule. So Every day, I kind of just wing it and do whatever I think would be best for that day. And I would really, really love to have just a consistent routine. I think some of it stems from... I almost get kind of anxious if I see... Like, I check my email on my phone and I see that I have a check-in when I wake up in the morning. Or multiple. And because sometimes my clients send them in that night before, which I told them that they can do that, obviously... Um, but it makes me anxious to not reply to them right away. And it's not like it makes a huge difference if it if it takes me a few hours to get back to them. Um, but I think it's just in my head like, oh, as soon as I see it, I got to do it. And then instead of going to the gym in the morning, I'll start doing my check-ins. And then my whole routine is kind of thrown off. So um, I think I need to make like specific hours just so my clients know like, oh, yeah, she doesn't start doing check-ins until 9 a.m. kind of thing. Um, and write out what my schedule is and stick with that. Another goal that I have that I actually started working on already is making my environment better. So what I mean by that, I am someone who really, like my environment, aka like my home, really affects me. So if I'm not happy with my home, if it's like really cluttered or if it's not comfy, like this might sound ridiculous to you, but I hate it. Um, that's part of the reason why having roommates was never really like a good thing for me. I did have a couple of good roommates that were good. If you're listening, you know who you are, <laughs> but um, I always had issues when people made my environment in a way that negative, negatively affected me. So I'm not someone, I'm not saying I'm like super clean freak because I definitely am not. Um, but there's certain ways that I like things and I work much better if I am in like a comfortable environment. So what I started doing this weekend is completely redoing my office um, I stopped using my office for a few months because it was so like clusterfucked. I had stuff everywhere and it wasn't comfy. So I moved in this big comfy chair that I'm sitting in right now. Usually I, before I did my podcast, sitting on my bedroom floor, <laughs> um, but I have a comfy space now. So it makes me feel a lot better. I've been sitting in here all day. I just got it set up yesterday and I have a few more things to do to make it perfect, but... I'm much, much happier now, and I'm happy that I can, like, actually work in here again. I also do have a treadmill in here now, too, which was in the basement, which our basement is, like, gross, like, not a cool basement. (laughs) It's, like, where we do our laundry, and it's not, like, I don't know, it's not finished or anything, and I also have a bike desk, so I don't know if you guys have ever seen those, but they're so nice if you work from home. You can sit on it and there's a desk and you can just kind of like pedal slowly to get a little bit of movement in. Or if you need to do your cardio while you're working or whatever, uh, maybe you're reading a book. It is super nice. And I got that on Amazon. If you want one, they are kind of expensive, at least the one I have. But if you actually use it, you know, some people ask me like, do you actually, um," or they say like, is it worth it to get that bike desk that you have? And I'm like, Of course it's worth it but you have to actually use it because i feel like it's one of those things that people buy hoping that they use it and they never do (laughs) um i think that is all for the goals but the main reason for this podcast today is i want to talk to you guys about should you have a coach and what are the benefits to having a coach i'm not doing this to sell my one-on-one coaching because i quite frankly, I'm full. I'm not accepting more clients unless you are in our challenge um, and choose the coach option, which actually is still open. But I'm not sure if there will be coached spots left available by the time that this is up. Um, But yes, my one-on-one coaching is full. The challenge girls get those spots. And then after the challenge ends, they get the first dibs on those spots as well. So I'm not doing this to be like... Hey, sign up for my one-on-one coaching. <laughs> I'm just doing it because I think it will be helpful. So like I said, I have a coach. I've been working with him for over a year now. I think probably like 14 months. Um, so I have my own experiences with coach. I've actually had three. Um, and I f- I actually had a coach before it was like a normal thing. So back in... January 2016 I hired my first first coach and I remember people thinking that it was like so weird that I was never going to be seeing my coach in person because he was an online coach Um, but the reason I hired him was because I was competing and it was kind of more popular for people who competed to have a coach. A lot of times it was just your local like gym bro kind of coach um but i did have an online coach and we did use macros even back then so i'm really thankful that i had a good experience with him because i know especially back in the days of like 2016 there was a lot of bullshit when it came to nutrition so i'm very very thankful that i didn't start off on a bad note so should you have a coach I think most people could benefit from having some type of coach. Uh, The type of coach probably depends on the person and their goals and what they need help with. Um, But I think if you have the financial funds to have a coach, a lot of people can benefit from it. So some people might be thinking, Emily, you're a registered dietitian and a trainer and a coach. Why the hell do you have a coach? And I'm here to tell you that some of us just need some accountability. I don't have a coach because I don't know what to do. I don't have a coach because I don't understand macros. I know what to do, but I love having that accountability and checking in with them each week and kind of reflecting on my week and seeing what things I did well, what things I really need to work on, uh, what my goals are, you know, a reminder of what my goals are and what I need to be doing each day in order to reach those goals. Quick interruption to tell you guys about today's sponsor, which is Legion Athletics. It is a supplement company that I partner with. And as a registered dietitian, I'm super careful about companies that I recommend to you guys, especially when it comes to something health related. I can 100% say that I am confident when I recommend these supplements to you, to my clients, to my family, whoever. Legion has researchers and scientists on their board to make sure that all of their products, ingredients, and everything are safe and effective and are in the correct form and dose because those are both very important. And if they're not, then you're probably wasting your hard-earned money on supplements that don't even work. I know some companies list their ingredients as proprietary blends, which if you don't know what that means, it basically means that they'll list a bunch of their ingredients into a blend. That way they don't have to tell you the exact amount of each ingredient in the product. So what ends up happening with that is they tend to skimp on the more expensive and more effective ingredients and probably don't have the effective dose in them. So check out your supplements, see if they say proprietary blend on them, and if they do, try to stay away from those. Um, I put Legion's protein powder in my overnight oats every single day. I can't stop eating it. I've eaten it every day for who knows how long. But their products are naturally sweetened and the fruity cereal one, if you put it in your overnight oats, it's so good. Make it exactly the way I do because I promise you it's so good. Go to my reels. I have exactly step by step. Or if you go to my highlights, I have it in both of my supplement highlight and there's another highlight that I have it in too. But you can find it all over the place on my Instagram. I am a big fan of high protein diets and a lot of people could use some extra protein in their day. So whether it's in a drink form or adding it to something else like pancakes or oatmeal, I think that a lot of people could probably use that extra boost of protein. They actually have a vegan protein as well for anyone who is vegan or dairy-free. And it also has a bunch of... um, added ingredients that vegans typically could be low in. So it's kind of like a double bang for your buck. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions. You can get 20% off your first order using my code EMB, EMB, and I will put the link in the description box. So that's my reason. So, for me, my type of coach that I want might be different than the kind of coach that you want. I don't want to pay a super high amount for a coach because all I really need is the accountability and, of course, a coach that is educated. I don't want one that's going to give me like a whack plan. Um, But I really just need the accountability. I need them to tell me what to do in terms of macros and cardio. And that's it. I don't even care if they send me a voice recording. I don't care about any of that other stuff. I don't need any kind of education. don't need any of the frills that could come with online coaching. So the type of coach that I want is probably different than the type of coach that you guys want. Um, for most people who don't know a ton about of, a ton about nutrition, they probably are going to want a coach that is a lot more hands-on, does a lot more educating... Gives voice recording feedback specifically just because that is the most detailed unless they're going to sit there and type you paragraphs and paragraphs, which I don't know if I would want to sit there and read paragraphs and paragraphs. So um, just something to consider when you're looking for a coach. Ask them, you know, what do your check-ins look like? Are they just going to tell you macros to hit? Are they going to reply to your check-in and say, okay, here's your plan. 130 grams of protein, 180 grams of carbs, and 55 grams of fat. And then four times 10-minute cardio. Is that all that they're going to do? Which, for some people, that might be exactly what they want. For others, probably not really going to help you very much. So I would ask them and maybe even chat with some of their clients or past clients and kind of get filled in on how their coaching works. I actually asked my clients in my group chat what they thought were the benefits of having a coach, Um, not necessarily like me specifically, but just coaching in general. And some of these I also would say as well, but I wanted to get someone else's perspective. So one of my clients said her favorite thing is the structure. So what a coach will do is give you a plan. You don't have to think about it. Uh, You don't have to stress. Are you doing the right thing? You just follow the plan and execute whatever they tell you to do each day, and you're good to go. With that, it also comes like you don't have to second guess what you're doing. So, something that I would do in the past when I wasn't super educated on this stuff, I would make a plan for myself, whether it's training or macros or whatever, and I would do it for a couple days. And I would second guess myself whether it was right or not. So I would change it and then I would do that for a couple days and then I would second guess myself again and I would change the plan. And if you're changing the plan all the time and second guessing what you're doing, you're you're never going to figure out what is right for you and you're just going to be kind of spinning your wheels. So when you have a coach, they can give you the directions. You follow the plan, whether you think, you know, maybe maybe your weight goes up a pound and you're like, oh. This is probably too high of calories. Just follow the plan. And at the end of the week, you can reevaluate or your coach can reevaluate. So it kind of takes the stress out, takes the planning out, takes the second guessing out, and you can just put your trust into your coach. So that's another thing, though. You do have to find someone that you can trust. And if you don't trust your coach, I would not hire them because there's no point in having a coach that you don't trust what they say. Um, next, uh, well, I already talked about accountability, um, but it is really, really nice each week to have a day where maybe you take your progress photos, um, send a check-in, which makes you reflect on your week, like I said, and then you can, you know, make, make weekly goals, make daily goals that are going to add up to reach your long-term goal. Accountability, honestly, I think is one of the biggest things that help with online coaching. Um, You know, I have clients who know what they're doing as well. Um, But maybe they just need a little bit of guidance and the accountability of having me each week kind of help them out, give them a plan and educate them on why they should do that. Um, next one they said was having someone more educated on the topic to guide you. And the example that this client, Katie said, um, she did not know what reverse dieting was before she worked with me or before she heard me talking about it online. And she would have never considered doing it if it weren't for me. So, uh, I do have an episode all about reverse dieting if you want to know more about that. But there are a lot of things that... You know, the general public just doesn't know about nutrition or fitness and not everyone can be an expert in everything. So if you can hire an expert to help you, it's almost like skipping a bunch of steps. So before I was educated, I made so many mistakes when it came to nutrition and fitness, like exercise. And I wish that I would have been able to hire a coach back then to help me skip over those and teach me right off the bat so that I didn't waste those years of my life not really doing the right thing. And also because what I was doing at the time was not healthy for like my physical or mental health. So you're better off hiring a professional to educate you right off the bat if you can. Uh, there was another one that kind of went with that. They said education, like answering your questions, Uh, the weekly chit chats that I do with my clients in the group chat. I pick a topic each week and kind of just chat with them about it, something that I feel like several of them maybe were struggling with or came up in a check-in or something like that, Um, explaining why I'm recommending something. So if I increase their macros or decrease their macros or tell them that they should do a reverse diet or that they should make sure their heart rate goes up to this amount during their cardio. Anything that I tell them, if they don't already know, I am happy to tell them why. Um, one of them said that having a coach has helped them have a healthier relationship with food. Um, so I know that some coaches sadly make people's relationship with food worse, which makes my heart break. Um, but I know that I have been able to help a lot of people with their relationship with food, although it's not like my number one, like thing that I advertise. I'm not like hire me to help with your relationship with food. Um, a lot of times it happens because before people work with me, they probably were really, really strict um and didn't think that they could eat foods that they liked like they didn't they thought that they were bad if they ate a Reese's peanut butter cup or whatever it is uh they thought that they could never eat a bagel 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 however you say it <laughs> um so when they work with me and they learn more about nutrition they learn that it's okay to have those things And they learn how to fit them into their diet while still making progress towards whatever goal that they're working with. But this is one that you do have to be careful with because you have to find a coach that would be good for your relationship with food. So that means that if you are someone who should not be focusing on fat loss, not be weighing yourself, none of that stuff, make sure you have a coach that will work with you on the things that will actually help you Um, find a coach that adapts their service to fit your needs or find a coach that has a service that already fits your needs so for example if someone's main goal is improving their relationship with food and maybe they've had like a past eating disorder or something like that i would probably refer them to kelsey which is another dbft dietitian She has more experience with that, and her whole program is based around that. Can I help someone's relationship with food? Yes, but she would be the better person for someone who is not working on fitness goals. Their main goal is to improve their mindset and their body image and self-love and stuff like that. I am more of a coach that wants to help you have more of a balanced lifestyle while reaching your fitness goals. So that is my main clientele. Um, I have some outliers there that I am happy to adapt my program to fit, but that is like my main clientele client base. Uh, someone else said the encouragement, the uplifting and the motivation. So ultimately you do have to have your own motivation to To get whatever you need to do done. Because your coach can't do the work for you. Um, But they can give you some motivating words. Some encouragement. And make you feel good. And help you get into the right mindset. So they do have a job there. It's not not all on you. They need to kind of get you in the right headspace. In order to be ready to reach those goals. And... Another big one is the community and the support. So this is going to depend on the coach. Um, I personally have a group chat with all of my one-on-one clients. If you join our challenges, you have the Facebook group. If you do the macro coaching and the challenges, you have a group me group chat. Um, And a lot of people find this to be a huge benefit. But then again, it really depends on the person because I do have a couple clients also that say that Having those groups kind of gives them anxiety, so they don't say anything in it, which is totally fine. You know, it's not something that's mandatory, um, but a lot of people do find a benefit in it and can make like actual real life friends from it. Uh, we have a group of DBFT girls that are super, super close. They met through doing the challenges and coaching and whatnot. Um, they follow each other on Instagram and they actually met up. This year, they flew to go see each other and meet up um, and became real life friends. A lot of people don't have people in real life that support them with their fitness goals or understand what they're doing. So it's kind of nice to be able to talk with people, even if it's just a group chat. Talk with people who have the same goals as you, are going through whatever you're going through. uh, Maybe can give you some advice and calm your nerves stuff like that. So it's really nice if whoever you're working with has some kind of community set up. It's definitely an added bonus. Um I think that's it. If you guys have any other ones, let me know, but um we do have our challenge starting on it would be Sunday after this Um, Recording is up, so you can sign up anytime between now and Friday. I think is the last day. We might have some coaching options open still. I'm not sure, it really just depends when this gets up. Um, but either way, the challenge group itself can really give you some accountability and motivation because it's like, Oh, well, I see all those girls crushing their workouts, so I can do it too, kind of thing. So if you guys want to join that there are links in the description box thank you guys so much for listening go over to below the influencer give us a subscription and a rating and review anyone who reviews us before wednesday will be entered into our first giveaway and the winner will be posted on our Twitter account. So we do have a Twitter account for it. It's just the name below the influencer. Um, we'll be doing some fun stuff on there as well. But happy 2021. I'm so pumped to be back and I'll talk to you soon.